transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. starting to record oh boy oh my <laughs> disgusting <laughs> bowie say hi Thank you, sir. Yes. Uh, what a distinguished <laughs> gentleman. You think it's silence, but it's really just him sniffing the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're doing good boy. Man. There's some kisses. So ASMR kisses. This is we're we're gonna try welcome to Mandate Edition. Well, uh, episode eighty one. Eighty one, yes. <laughs> um so we're we're here. This is gonna be a relatively quick pod. We're thinking about 30, 30 35 minutes ish. Yeah. Um we just got out of Shang-Chi. Oh yes. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. It, yes, it was a fantastic experience. It's a fun movie. Man. It's a blast. It's a fun movie. It's it, like exactly it, what I wanted. It really gives you just like off the cuff without like really getting into spoilers, which we were arguing yeah. to probably. Let's, you let's know, but, we'll, we'll do a few minutes non-spoiler. Exactly, but uh, just off the cuff, it's a really fun, well-paced movie. Yeah, uh, and. There's like there there's you know Aquafina provides some really good humor relief, but absolutely. You know, it, so does another character. We'll talk about. We'll talk about bit. that. That's, that, <laughs> that's, is that goes into the other, <laughs> other section. Uh, you know, and it expands quite a bit of things. Oh in, yeah. In mar- in terms of like uh, certain Marvel elements, we'll say. So you know? I mean, it's it really is not without really cool. It is not without its flaws, of course, but it is a very good time overall. Oh yeah, it's definitely one like. Almost every single Marvel movie. It's it's really you know. I just want to say that we went to the theater to go see it. Yeah. Uh, it's really worth going to the theater to go Absolutely. see if you're planning on seeing it. If you're comfortable, go for it. Yeah, exactly. If you're if you're not feeling like going to a theater yet, it's gonna be on Disney Plus in about in a month. That's yeah. that that's their release timeline now. Nice, nice. So it's not so it'll be out soon if you're not comfortable. But I would want. I agree, with Jared. Go and check it out in a theater if you're cool with that. Yeah, it deserves your support, and because we got to remember, we like Marvel. There are some great creatives there, but the fucking businessmen that run Disney, oh, specifically yes. Bob Iger, calling an Asian-led film an experiment recently in a press junket, where he got torn apart by Simu Liu, rightfully so afterwards. Oh yeah, which by the way, can, can you, I just want to touch on that? Kudos yeah. to him for like yeah. one, like holding down the promotion absolutely on, on this fucking movie, and two, not letting that asshole like talk like that. You yeah, know what that's I mean? bullshit. Like, how dare you? And I think go out watch this movie once on Disney Plus. Watch it because it's important that we prove to prove to these fucking jaded businessmen that think that only white dudes can headline a film and have it make money that we can prove. That that's a thing of the fucking past because this movie's great. Oh yeah, it's a good time. Oh yeah. Well, and you know, 
like just again off like a little off the top like just that mentality in general like if you've ever been a fan of a fucking kung fu movie if you've ever seen a jackie chan movie that you fucking enjoy yeah then you know that like that mindset is so outdated that that mindset is incredibly completely uh, like like i don't know it's just like if the white man was the only thing great about cinema, then we'd have really fucking boring cinema now. Well, you know be, what I mean? Like just James Bond. It would be just James Bond and remakes of The Taxi Driver. <laughs> <laughs> like Die Hard. Like, like, like it's just uh, like not even Die Hard. Not yeah, even you're great right, action actually. movies because it's like a lot of great action movies. Like you see choreographed sequences that require martial arts techniques. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's right. It would all be just guns. And so anyway, the point is, the point is, I really hope that they continue to make more martial arts centric and like, uh, I want to say like other cultural, other cultures centered movies because they're really fucking interesting. And why not use Marvel superheroes as a great conduit to expand the cultural narrative? It's a great jumping off point. (laughs) So, you know, yeah, this was a good movie for that. It's a good movie. And, you know, actually... What I was just saying a moment ago with like it's stuff like this needs to make money. Apparently, it did pretty well because yeah. Sony saw how good it did, and they finally gave Venom to a, a firm release date. Which is so funny because they've had like five in total now. I know <laughs> it's 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 really funny. It's sort of bullshit. <laughs> it's really funny though, <laughs> but because they're just like they're just like, well, this is our one good property that we have, like or supposed. No one's good gonna property. watch Mobius. Like, how are we gonna make this work? We Was can't. it? I used to listen to a podcast called Dude Soup. And, Dude Soup, and they great from Funhouse, great podcast. Um, they had a segment called Mount Up for Morbius. <laughs> for Mobius, <laughs> where they started it like th- like three months before it was supposed to be released, like last December, before it originally got delayed, and then yeah. got COVID delayed. And they got COVID delayed. And they can't, like, it got delayed, and they were like, guys, this was supposed to be like a once every other week, three month segment. Yeah. I don't have enough facts about this character to go on. Nor do you. I mean, like, that joke. You can't keep that joke up because it's no longer funny after a while. Like to fuck? you, to you, you know what I mean? Hey, <laughs> the fuck is that? Spooky, spooky. Genuinely terrified. Yeah. Next time they're getting cut off, like the hand, like the alien hand in in signs. <laughs> Get fucking drip- chopping some fingers off next time. <laughs> drip water <laughs> <Just> on them. <laughs> yeah, leave a glass of water. Or- I'm gonna start leaving <laughs> glasses of water around the house. Uh. I can't hear you anymore. I am talking just so the hot dog understands. I am think I think I'm talking to my fiance through the door. Oh, oh, she emerges. I want the fuck. Oh, looking for our dog. That's what you. Well, there goes the guest spot. All right. Let the dog go out. Get out, Bowie. Bye, Bowie. Get out, Bowie. Congratulations on the new job, Nadine. Thanks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. She's a teacher now. Well, she's been a teacher. She's not, she has her own classroom now. That's what I keep. That's what I keep t- hey. t- saying to people. That's anyway. Now that that Spread. now that that segment that send, that send, segment is send done. the love. Send the love. Yeah, send the love. Uh, and that was our that that was our uh, you know random uh, section of, has to happen of stuff. So check the box. Check the box. We've branched uh, quite far away from Shang Chi at this point. But um, but no. Back so, to Shang Chi. So, well. Hold on, back to Sony though, really quick. Okay. 
But like, I just want to point out, like, like you mentioned Mobius or Morbius or whatever, whatever the fuck. fuck. <laughs> and it's so true though. Like, like they're so desperate to try any. We were talking about this a little earlier, but they're so desperate to try to make anything property wise that they have that's like in relation to superhero movies yeah. that. You know, you have Morbius or Mobius or whatever, and you have you have fucking you know these Venom movies that are coming out, which Craven. like which like yeah, and the Craven movie, which is like you know nobody wants these solo movies. They're Spider Man, like not ones. even the Venom ones. Nobody wants these fucking movies because Ven- because and, and they may be they may be yeah. all the Venom one may be all right. Venom, but, Venom but everybody is wants because Venom eventually became a hero in the comics. Well, Venom is like. The reason why Venom's so fucking cool is because of his dynamic yeah, dynamic with dynamic Spider-Man. With, yeah. You know what I mean? And like without that at all, then you're just like, okay. So I'm just like you're they're trying to sell me on this character that I've never had a chance to like experience in the way that I'm supposed to. Exactly. <laughs> Which I will say, and, and this does yeah. have something this can actually bring us back to Shang-Chi. Fair enough. Um <laughs> the I am perfectly fine with reinterpretations of character the the way that it happened in the comics does not have to be the way that it happened in the film oh yeah thanos is a perfect example Mm -hmm. and i do think with sony's products you can make a venom movie that is genuinely good without any relation to spider-man but you have to really commit to doing it well yeah and you can't like sort of have Spider-Man in your back pocket and be like, they might eventually meet up if Marvel lets, let's, if, if daddy, yeah, daddy, if Feige, daddy Feige, you want to fucking let you borrow. Let's, him. let's, let you bo- borrow Spider-Man for Venom too. Daddy Feige, can Spider-Man come out to play? I know it's that type of <laughs> shit, man, but it's like, wh- back to Shang-Chi. <laughs> but the, it's true though. The man. way, the way that they've, in the film that they sort of adapted the source material like they they made Chang-Chi extremely relatable mm-hmm. number one uh completely helps as simu simu liu is a very charismatic lead and very likable in that role yeah yeah and he did a, he did a great job he did a great job and um when wu the mandarin's actually actual name he is very well written mm-hmm. very good villain all around a pretty good character yeah, what's his and name? Tony. Uh, Tony Lung. Yeah, he, like well, long, long time staple of like, yeah. you know, uh, you know, just like, martial martial arts cinema and Chinese cinema. Yeah, he was. He, uh, yeah. He's known for doing a lot of like really good like romantic drama type stuff. Exactly, and like that's what I mean. Where he he's like the he's like a Richard Gere type yeah. car- type car- like actor, where it's like he's the distinguished. Like rich guy, exactly. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like... plays it with charisma, you yeah. know. It's... And and he, I mean, he did a really fucking great job. He was actually probably my favorite character out of this movie, absolutely, Me because too. he was so fucking tragic. It was sad. It was so sad. This and that was the thing that surprised me about this movie. Yeah, was that there was this heavy tone to a lot of the movie. <laughs> like... <laughs> I know it was that the shit, <laughs> you know. But it's so incredibly relatable because definitely. Because it's all playing off of like it's an exaggerated version of a family dynamic that we have all felt. Mm. That sort of push and pull between whether you're going to follow the path laid out for you or make your own way. Mm-hmm. And they lay they lay out those themes through the whole thing. Whether yeah. from the fucking beginning. 
Oh, totally. And it's like, and it's used to great effect to such a point, and it paints that type of uh, familial conflict in a very appropriate way considering that you do feel empathy for the fucking murdering mob boss yeah murdering like centuries old mob boss yeah like, yeah well, that, that you, was you feel yeah. bad for him by the end you but really you also do. understand him and it's like it, it's used so well yeah and that yeah that that was like uh one of the the things about this movie that stood out was that they they in a very short time you know, well, the movie's like a, like two hours and it feels, twenty minutes long or something like that. Yeah, uh, and within that time, they do a lot of decent character development. Yeah, like you know, and, you know, not only for for uh, should we get into spoilers just so we can open this up? Yeah, for sure, sure. Right. Uh, you know, you've you've heard us hot dogs. You think you, you know we think it's a good movie. We think it's a good movie. So if you don't want to actually hear details about the movie. Stop listening, go watch it, and then come back. Yeah, do it. It's worth a watch, like we said earlier. Yeah, please do. So, character there you growth. Go. There you go. <laughs> and quick so, character growth, but effective. Yeah, and and particularly with, I like I like that they, you know, uh, they they kind of they they touch on the Mandarin thing and they make fun of it, but um, Trevor Slattery shows up. Yeah, but uh, what was it? Wen Wu. Wen Wu. Yes. Um, so Wen Wu. He's like a he's just a really interesting character because out of nowhere you get the story from the beginning about this warlord who discovers the who has he's these fucking, he's not even discovers he has these rings he's Genghis Khan and yeah and and, and throughout time you know it shows this cool montage of like throughout time him fucking shit up and taking shit over yeah including like this really quick battle with a bunch of Romans like yeah. you know things like that and uh, and it was really cool just like. To have that quick, uh, you know, travel through time. Experience. Yeah, good prologue, right? exactly. And, um, you know, and then you dive right into this like, the the love story aspect of, uh, his character, in a way. Like they introduce, you know, his his future wife and stuff. Yeah, really quick. And it's this really great, beautiful scene. Yeah, and, it and, really emphasizes the martial arts scenes and a lot of times during the film yeah. look almost like dancing and they play yeah. on that well and i'm not gonna be the first person to say this but i will say this for this podcast uh, the people like the martial arts of tao lao tao lo uh very much reminds me of airbending oh holy so, shit dude so even even like the circular movements and the defense and the, I was and the s- defensive movements i was gonna say that dude the, the, the netflix so guys true. which they actually we'll talk about this in our time the netflix has a cast the Netflix mm-hmm. show has a cast now. Yeah. They should take notes based on how like they fucking interpreted interpreted the sort of movements. Oh. oh yeah. I bet those guys I honestly I bet the people working on that live action series are cheesed because they're probably like these fucking people stole the airbending idea. <laughs> like <laughs> like See, I don't know what the context was for that. Uh it was probably an uh, unnecessary addition. But it was cool but, as fuck. But it was cool as fuck. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it was like it was like you know, these fight scenes were really neat either way. Yeah. But like, you know, they're probably just looking at it and being like, how can we like step it up a little bit more? You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I think it's supposed to be, you see in Kung Fu films and, and just martial arts films in general, there's always this level and not in all of them, but in some of them, there's an element of mysticism that comes with the martial arts. Oh, for sure. And, and yeah. I think it, it's really playing into that element where it's like, this is truly something that is, trained by the gods you know like it is bestowed upon man yeah it's sort of yeah. this it's this absolutely like next level thing once you achieve it yeah well yeah and i mean within the context of the movie it definitely makes 
like there's a place for it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And the, the like it makes sense because that's like uh the a great defensive yeah. tool against the ten rings, you know, and like the other other big powers and whatnot. But yeah, it was just like it, I mean, like I said, I I bet the people working on that live action choreography for air for airbender were probably cheesed a little bit. So <laughs> or I maybe want... maybe they are gonna have maybe they're like they're like friends with the people that maybe. work on that studio. So they're like, Who knows? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We've got some good stuff for I want to bring up the effectiveness. Once again, dealing with the story and the family dynamic. Mm -hmm. This film had really, really effective use of flashbacks. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge flashback fan. Neither am I. Um, Particularly since Supernatural just kind of ruined it. I don't know if you, like I've seen some of Supernatural, but uh, there's this character in that show named Sam, and like every fucking episode, he has flashbacks like a motherfucker, <laughs> and you're just like, God, I get it, dude. Like you're standing around for at least half an hour a day, yeah. thinking about past events. <laughs> anyway, in this movie, they, it's really well, it's put to use. So. Great child actors, yeah, and they, and I mean, what was interesting about a lot of the flashback scenes weren't that none of them were pleasant, yeah, <laughs> like, like, and that played that played into. You know, the current state of the characters and everything, yeah. obviously. But, uh, you know, you see, like, several. You see, you know, um, training sequences. Yeah. Uh, you know, all, all centered, a lot. I think a lot of, like, the younger flashbacks at first were centered around some of those training sequences. Yeah. But in, you know, learning about sort of life post the death of yeah. uh, their mother. You know, the only good flashback we see is from Wenwu's perspective. Yeah. And then, but then... Which is interesting. It's a very interesting way. And actually, you can see it with the courtyard as well. I noticed that this was my second time seeing the movie. Mm -hmm. I saw it opening night, and then I watched it with Jared. Um, You actually see in the courtyard they're training in. It gets turned into like a beautiful garden when the family's all happy. Yeah. Right after the mom dies, they demolish the garden. They replace it with the training ground. The tree is still planted and alive. But when they go back Mm -hmm. after 10 years, after Shang-Chi is captured, and they go back to the compound, tree's long dead. Oh, yeah. And it's like... Good symbolism, but it speaks to the trauma of the younger characters mm-hmm. and how they were affected by their by being raised in such a harsh environment that the only things they remember are the brutal parts. Oh yeah, exactly. And like it's it's like I said, it speaks really like it plays really well into like how you're supposed to yeah. understand the mental uh, current yeah. mental state of of not only Shang Chi but um uh Zhang. yeah his, his sister yeah who is underused in this film very much so but like also had some badass parts dude like i love the fuck i wish there was some more scorpion oh yeah dude like (laughs) that that whole shit was cool man like uh her like it was like a giant like dragon scale blade attached to that yeah with a pummel on the other end yeah dude fucking badass um there um spoilers for one of the post credit scenes mm. she is maintaining the ten rings along with razor fist so we will see more of her. I want to see a fight between Taserface and Razor Fist. <laughs> Taser. <laughs> Taser I just think face. I was blown away that Razor Fist didn't die. Florian, same. Florian Monteu, who plays him, who he got to start. He's actually a boxer from the Ukraine. Oh, okay. And he got his first acting credit playing Victor Drago, <laughs> son of Ivan Drago yeah. in Creed Two, <laughs> and he was so good in that movie. Like, and I was, I was blown away. I was like, this dude has no acting credits, but he's like selling it. Great. Great. I'm so happy they didn't kill him. Yeah. He's going to die in the next movie. Well, yeah. I mean, either (laughs) way, like, I think what they, like with him, 
you know, you think he's going to be like a really big, scary villain. Yeah. And by the end of the movie, he kind of turns into this, like the, the opposite of like a scary assassin guy. He's like, yeah. not the opposite, but he's sort like, of humiliated. He's sort of humiliated, you know, a little more humble. Like, yeah. and like, you, you kind of see him in a little bit of a comical light almost yeah. like, they uh, steal his car. Yeah. His car has razor, razor fist across the fist side. And like graffiti like text on the side. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. This movie, like overall though, it like, you know, there is like it was, it was really interesting. Like they don't explain dick yeah. all about the ten rings. No. Which plays into one of the post credit scenes, the mid credit oh, scene. I want to quickly before we get um, too far away from flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. When in the flash one of the cool things about it is they slowly show what happened to their mother mm. um and did you notice in the scene where they're like shang chi's over the body how many fucking people she killed oh yeah man like that was that was the cool thing about that scene is that like their bodies so, littered everywhere yeah <laughs> so there's you know the the scene we're referencing is eventually in the movie you come to this sequence where you know the the death of of uh, Shang-Chi, uh, uh, the matriarch of the family, yeah. has been like this thing that you know keeps popping up. It's a really relevant thing for all three of the main characters. Yep. Uh, and eventually you find out that the way she died wasn't like, it, dude, she went out like a fucking badass. <laughs> all right? so, like, awesome. so like a bunch of thugs show up to fucking take their revenge on... on whoa, the, whoa. Yeah, and they fucking... It's like five guys at first, six guys. And so she's like, you know, your beef isn't with my kids. And they're like, fight me. Yeah. (laughs) Like, well, we still got to fucking mess shit up. And so she's like, all right. So she stands up. She bows up to him. And she draws that line in the the fucking sand with her toe. And then like 20 more dudes show up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, the fuck, dude? I kept thinking there in this. I was like, not only is she a badass fighter either way, but it's like. Who the fuck are these guys that are like, okay, fine, our revenge is going to be showing up to this dude's house and 20 dudes are going to just beat the fuck out of this woman. Like that, and she that put up a fight. That was their idea. And anyway, so so the, the whole point is, yeah, she puts up this hell of a fight and there's like bodies littered all throughout their courtyard. Yeah. And that's how, and you find out that she, you know, perish, perishes, yeah. you know defending her her kids basically and the following fight scene with <sighs> when Wu in the like club i felt that moment dude like that was the thing that was that was the one of those connecting moments with yeah. him though you're just like his you fucking can totally empathize. his like the love of his fucking life the love of the thousand years that this man has been alive has just gotten beaten to fucking death because of him and yeah. puts back on the rings and just and wrecks just, shot just fucks up that all those people, dude. Uh, excellent cinematography. The scene, oh, yeah. the mirror, seeing the fight happen in the yeah. mirror, and then the mirror getting broken by a body, <laughs> dude. It, this some of the some of the 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 the, uh, the shots and stuff really like honestly reminded me of martial some martial arts movies dude, that I've seen. The bus scene where it's like was like straight out of the rush camera hour. angles, like the way they're following like the choreography. It was fucking cool, man. Yeah. And and like you know, it's it's strange because I, I like. On one hand, you're like, okay, this is like a huge movie. Yeah. And so it's it's like Disney kind of co-opting martial arts movies. Yeah. But but at least you're like, but it does it so well. It, they're putting it in the mainstream. <laughs> but it does it well. Yeah. It, it, does, it, it with, does it well. And that's the difference. If it did it badly and it was claimed to be a kung fu movie, the thing then I, I'd have a problem. The thing I worry about though is that they're kind of like tying certain elements together, like the 
the idea that like the the ten rings are really heavily involved with this character called the Mandarin. Yeah. The the ancient city that is protected by a, a mystical dragon who they may or may not be claiming is Fing 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 Foom. They not that one though. They. You know, like we'll this is all jammed. This. this is all jammed into a Shang Chi movie. A lot. So it's it, like it's like all the a lot of a lot of the, let's say, uh, I don't know, cultural aspects that they've taken that Marvel's taken over the years for some of their characters, uh, particularly in you know, whether it's Chinese culture yeah. or, or you know other cultures from from the, the continent of Asia, we'll say, yeah. Uh, it seems strange that they're jamming all of those into like of uh, a single storyline. Yeah, and including like including even even bringing in Wong, which was a really cool addition. Yeah. But it's also like, is it? Are you just trying to flex like all of your like Asian cast members? Yeah. yeah. Are you just trying to like? Is that what this is? Yeah. Like, are you just trying to show that like you're you're diverse with the with this movie? And I don't you know, I don't I don't want to think that, but no. because this is a really fun movie, but it's also like. This, I mean, it seems like well, it's it seems thing. like a pretty pretty big like business kind of move to do. Yeah, it's the whole thing of like was wasn't. It's the, why it's why they're it's why the main the main thing about the Eternals that they're trying to push is that it has a really diverse cast. Yeah, <laughs> like is it is it a good selling point for a film nowadays? Yes, it it is. It gets people I just, in the door. I just you know I think it's kind of disingenuous to hyper focus on that though because it is. because then it because then it becomes like this is the reason like that's you're said. you're pandering at that, that point. That said, it's important to draw a line between totally the marketing of it, which is controlled by the um the the studio for the most part. Yeah, and the film. The film itself, I feel like, doesn't pander too hard. It's just telling a story where the pl- where the main players just happen to be a Chinese family. And yeah, with stuff that's like really heavily like all centered with things that are all centered around like well, yes, like Chinese folklore. Yes, <laughs> like- yes, but you got you got to be able to distinguish that like the se- like the stuff. I guarantee the screenwriter writer was given something like we want Wong in this movie. It wasn't like his. It wasn't the choice of the of the writers. If they had their if they had their pick, well, some, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I you see a bunch of stuff with like Black Widow. Well, it's like where the it's original, like one of those things. Like Disney's giving you a chance to write a write a Marvel movie. You, You're not you going to turn it down. You have to Disney's giving you a chance to direct a fucking Marvel movie. Yeah. You're probably not going to turn it down. Like, you know, you actually, know I, I mean? saw something interesting. Well, like the Russo brothers did recently. Probably, I think. You know, I I did see something very interesting about that. Yeah. So when in relation when to the, the Scarlet director Witch, and or Scarlett Johansson. Oh really? Uh, oh, we're talking about two different things, I think. Then. Well, I well about this about the um what you what you're talking about with yeah, the yeah. with the Asian element, the the writer and the director were both approached by Marvel, just being told that we they wanted they wanted them to write and direct a film about an Asian superhero, and they both yeah. they didn't tell them who until they'd already signed them. Yeah. So they thought it was Amadeus Cho, the totally awesome Hulk. Yeah, but that would have been a stupid choice. Anyway. It is a dumb choice because because but it's not nearly a popular it, enough character. It is a dumb choice, <laughs> but, I, but I'm just saying it's like it shows that they probably were given some kind of marching orders from the top. You know, like there there's a plan yeah. for this stuff because Amade- to- Amadeus Cho is already like a pretty like niche character. Well, let's say like 
he wouldn't be a great representation of any sort of cultural steps because he's not he's he's i think he's an american character an asian american character yeah uh he's, yeah korean american who's, who's really smart so i know it's, it's sort of playing by a stereotype uh well he, he can do like mathematical things in his head like like by memory or something but anyway, um, anyway my point is like my point is this movie you have to like set that aside yeah in or and like once you do you can find the enjoyment and the great uh representational uh, representational that's not even a fucking word uh the the great representation that this movie does provide for Absolutely. things that you might not be exposed to particularly me as like a fucking white guy yeah um you know i had this i had this really great friend growing up named named Luke Gillespie and for a really long time uh i just never understood the fact that he was like adopted he was from south he was adopted from south korea when he was a baby oh, okay and um I just never understood. I never like clicked with me, and then uh, recently I've been seeing that he's been really stoked about this movie. Yeah, you know, like um, and about like particularly some of the things that Simu Liu, Liu has been able to say uh, like, in regards to being like you know in the spotlight now. Yeah, um, and I think that's really cool. It's like really cool it's to awesome. be able to see that, and it's like something that I don't, you know, I. From my perspective or another, you know, I, I can appreciate to one degree, but I, I, you know, I don't understand that feeling fully, yeah. and I, I can appreciate that that's happening for other people in this moment. You know, neither of I mean? us, neither of us can speak to that um, because it, it it is a huge deal when mainstream things want to try to sort of showcase other elements, uh, you know, other, other, cultures. Ele- other cultures and other like uh, tra- other traditions and other, uh, you know, other people. Yeah. Just in general. I mean, like, especially it's a big deal in American culture. Yeah. I know, you know it's, when, I know when... it's a cliche thing to say, and mm-hmm. it's been said a lot, but like, imagine the Asian kid who watches this and is like, this is my hero, you know? Well, exactly. Like, it, like it's you know, like a lot of a lot of white people. We don't acknowledge it because we don't see we. Hey, man, we had we had Tobey Maguire Spider Man growing up. Okay, exactly. <laughs> it's like, and I mean, like, we, it's like true, but also, oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but but the the point is the point is that like we, like, you know, like my friend Luke. Yeah. He has not had a Shang Chi before. Exactly. You know what I mean. Exactly. And that's why I tell people when when uh you know when people ask me about Marvel movies in general. Yeah. It's like you know as as a as a nerd who's grown up, it is no matter like how you know blah these like a Marvel movie has the potential to be or how amazing they are, like it is. It is irregardless super cool to me because I never thought I'd have a chance to see superheroes exactly. on screen. Yeah, and so like to actually have like uh, something like 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 Shang Chi as a you know a representation for other people uh, that haven't had that 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 brings a whole like it does bring a whole side to this movie. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's like like I said though earlier, it's just it just it seemed like. They could have spread out some of the elements of this I agree. movie a little I agree. bit more. <laughs> like, I mean, like, but but what I love is that like the the the, mon- know, the monster fight could have been saved for a second film. It could have the inclusion of Wong, which was cool, and that in you know we all knew he was going to fight the abomination, which was really cool, and you saw a little bit more of that. Did you, did you notice he called him Emil? Yeah, he did, and I, I heard it was confirmed that he was like the training. Yeah, uh, so you know, I thought I thought that was like that was cool, but yeah. it was like it was also like. Why can't Wong be bringing back, uh, you know, Shang Chi and Katie at the end of the movie 
to go visit Doctor Strange. Yeah. You know, why well, is it why is it why is it so just Wong is, Wong and Chongji? This is so, my theory about that. This is this he's is he's probably currently gallivanting around the multiverse with Spider Man. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's the non jaded part of me. I totally understand the perspective you're coming you're coming from that it's probably pandering, and there is a real chance that it is. Yeah. But I I've got a feeling that this movie lines up with Spider Man. Well, I mean, in classic MCU fashion, you know, like a lot of a lot, this movie as well as a lot of other movies are definitely gonna like start tying together, like exactly all the phase together. Um, I mean, that's why like that mid credit scene, you know, you see the hologram guest appearance of two uh, yeah, see, Avengers. Br- you know, Bruce Banner, who's not hulked out, yeah, which is not weird. Professor Hulk, not Professor Hulk, just Banner, yeah. And, and- this th- this does take place after the events of yeah. Endgame. Endgame and he's got he's so. got the he's got the brace on still. Yeah. It looks like he's still healing. Yeah. Um. And we see Captain Marvel. Yeah. And so you know the and even with that scene they foreshadow you know like, you know your lives are about to change you know and like and so it's like, you know that's you know, like they're they're officially part of the phase. Yeah. Oh, the Katie's like an honorary avenger. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, fun. I mean, Aquafina had a lot bigger of a of a part than I thought she would. You know, I, I knew she was going to be the sidekick throughout, but I yeah. didn't know that she that she would have a, like some the, moments. You know what I mean? She'd shoot the fucking soul sucker through the, the throat. Soul sucker. That that was the other thing, though. So like, that was so a like bit the, much the for main, me. <laughs> the fact that like the main climactic like element of this was just like some sort of like random. I don't know, flying monster that soul sucks souls. Like, <laughs> it, I was it, like, I was like, what is the what is like the canon for this? Like, where is this creature coming from? Yeah, like, it, they came, just, it came from a bit out of the blue. They just needed something to fight a giant dragon. That's Dude, what that, but but Shang-Chi's kill shot with the rings and that thing was fucking sick. It, it was cool, man. And like, and that was that was the thing that I really you know one of those elements of this movie that like was really cool was that you just don't know like the extent of those fucking the power that those things yeah. have because you've seen them do a variety the, you've seen the ten rings do a variety of different things yeah he's like doing you know? like pushes he's using them like a like a whip yeah dude like you know he's he's you know you're using them as like chains you're 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 swinging with them you're yeah. fucking doing all sorts of things you're shooting projectile you're shooting them like projectiles yeah. you know um and then at the end he like uses them in that big golden explosion and like and, he, he and puts like, him in the thing's mouth and rips it apart from the it's inside just fucking intense dude and i like, just love that shot of the ring spying around his stomach and you could see in the rain shang chi flying downwards yeah. towards the monster i was like that's some dragon ball z shit it was some it was that's some like, epic moments that's some <laughs> that's some real that's some real anime like goosebumps type yeah. type stuff yeah there, I mean, there, there, there was a lot in the, like okay, spinning the, through the air, doing martial arts moves the, while the rings are spinning below him. That's pretty sick. The one character I still had questions about at the end of this movie, uh, just offhand, was that that assassin character that had like the white makeup. Oh, the Death Dealer. The Death Dealer. So the Death Dealer gets just a red herring. <laughs> just gets fucking dealt out really quick at the end. Well, not really quick, but like near the end, as, as the baby joke. soul suckers are like. <laughs> You know, starting to attack or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that 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 like badass assassin just gets like picked up Dude, and fucking taken you know, out. I actually want to. So I feel maybe I, I think I think we're sort of getting towards the end here. Yeah, There's, we covered most of the movie. We covered most of the movie <laughs> at this point. You know, it was like the Death Dealer. It was sort of a red herring, but I'm yeah. cool with it. Oh, totally, know? totally. It's like you just thought. You just thought there's something else going on. You thought there's something else Such going a, on. It was it was a, it was a good bait. You it might was, just have to. 
like with everything, I think one of the things we've been become obsessed with in interconnected franchise work, like we're talking about, which we're going to have to save our brief knives out rant we had. Oh yeah. <laughs> teaser for teaser for the uh, next episode of yeah. Matinee edition. Um, but one thing that we become obsessed with is greater meaning and fucking everything in these movies. Yeah. <laughs> so you get a character that looks somewhat interesting <laughs> Like, and then they die. They're coming back to life, aren't they? <laughs> it doesn't. I guarantee the Death Dealer ain't coming back no, to that, life. That motherfucker's dead. <laughs> God, it's soul. You know, it actually. But that's it. But that's the soul it, sucking like, reminds me of the um. Oh, what are the things from Harry Potter? The Dementors. Oh yeah, the Dementors, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they. Yeah, they definitely have this Dementor-like element. Although it's like squid although, dementors. Although apparently your our souls in the Marvel universe are a lot more like sparkly. colorful and sparkly, which I'm kind of cool with. You know the <laughs> scene of um of uh, real spoilers here. One nope. woo getting the soul sucked out of him <laughs> and putting putting the ring like sending the rings off to Shang Chi. Yeah, was a very impactful moment. It was, man. It was because like I mean, just in general, like. You know, just really like really quick with that, but like it was, you know, their relationship was such a struggle to that whole movie. Yeah, and again, you get really attached to Wenwu because, like, you understand the tragedy that he's going through. Yeah, and you know, you understand that he's gone about dealing with it in the wrong way, and he realizes, and it he in that realizes well. it by the end of the movie, and you're like, "Fuck, dude!" Like he said at the beginning one of the beginning things in the movie was like you have to strengthen your body and mind if you eventually want the rings yeah i think it's that moment paying off i agree. He realized that his son is ready yeah passing on the responsibility passing yeah. on the torch. not only is he like yeah has he been like physically ready this entire time but he's finally like he like he's like he's developed yeah you know uh so i'm interested to see though if like further shang chi uh will be in will uh, if he'll be using the rings in the future oh, you know what i mean i don't think he'll be wearing them that all that's the, the question though right because it's like, it's like it's it like makes you immortal it makes you immortal but like i mean technically he has his own fucking power set right like technically he's already like not only is he like one of the greatest martial artists on the planet if not the greatest he's ridiculously fast he can duplicate himself he can like he can know. duplicate himself oh yeah dude that's a and well, and so yeah, it's like so it's like you know and you know so it's like it's like will they develop more like abilities of his own or will they develop more things for him to do with the rings with the you rings I mean? man that's which, that's which either I, way is kind of will be kind of interesting that's what i guarantee because oh, yeah. the rings in the comics the rings have a completely different power set yeah 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 like each ring actually i think has like a slightly different power set yeah each other. like and one of them they like, all work in congruent yeah you know, they all together. have different effects yeah. on the on the user so i would imagine it'd be super sweet if in the next movie, he's not wearing them all the time. Yeah. But when he's going into like a fight or something, puts on the rings and we're able to see some things he's learned about him. Oh, yeah. Especially with potentially the help of characters like Wong and Doctor Strange. Yeah. He can potentially unlock some of the more mystical elements. Yeah. Well, they made that's, a big deal about the rings being potentially the key to the future. That was the thing that was crazy to me was that mid credit scene. Like, it really wasn't about characters. Yeah. It was about the fucking rings, right? Yeah. And you find out this is the last spoiler I'll give, but you find out in that mid credit scene that there's like some sort of beacon and pulse coming from coming the rings. off of the rings. Yeah. And nobody has any idea where these rings are from or how old they actually yeah. are really. Or Wong like, makes a point that they've never seen anything like a McComertosh. Yeah. But the but so you know, like again though, what if they're actually like a multiversal thing? 
Who knows, man? You know what I what mean? They Maybe they're from a different, from a different fucking world. dimension. Yeah, which dude. that's that's Talo. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, they did. Even, <laughs> even the fucking e- verified. Even the portal to Talo is just a water sling ring. Yeah, that's true. That's fucking wild. So anyway, I wanna, th- definitely before we wrap up. Yeah. What was your favorite action sequence? Because that's one of the greatest strengths of this movie. Uh, my fa- I mean, my favorite action. Se- awesome. My favorite action sequence was probably it was probably the one that was slur- sort of teased in in one of the trailers. Um, the skyscraper scene. Oh, the scaffolding. I, re- I really love the scaffolding fight scene, uh, and then like the brief moments where you get Shang-Chi uh, fighting the Death Dealer. Oh, in um, front of like, just because of that ne- that cool neon background where they were like I, you know like that in front of that like that screen or whatever. Dude, it was just it looked cool. I I had serious problems with Black Widow's fight choreography. Mm. It was so cutty. You lost sense of where you were in the room with the camera. Mm. You you lost the movement of the actors. This you did mid mid to long takes all through this movie. I was so fucking happy. Yeah, this this like they really they tracked everybody really well, yeah. and like you you know you didn't sacrifice the speed of the scene for the action of yeah. the scene, which is so important. Yep. I saw <laughs> so um so. Chris Stuckman. I know I've mentioned him a few times mm-hmm. lately. Um, <clears throat> he reviewed Shang Chi, and I have to uh, quote him here. Because it, re- it relates to this. He, was, he loved the bus scene. Oh, yeah. I said, I what's mean, so was good? Yeah, the bus scene sold me on the movie when I first watched it. Um, when in, when you're doing these long takes, there need, like, and you lose it in some films, like John Wick. I'm paraphrasing. In John Wick, there are long takes, but there's very little aggressive movement with the camera. The camera doesn't get involved, it's just steadily watching. Yeah. As you see, Keanu Reeves doing some crazy stunt work he did himself. Yeah. But this movie, Simu Liu did most of his own fights mm. and a lot of his own stunts. So it's impressive. <clears throat> it is extremely impressive. Actually, if you look him up, you can find a bunch of videos of him as a martial artist. Fair enough. Before he was like an actor. Makes sense. And he, um, it's like you can tell that he's doing all of it, but the camera is staying on it for a long time and aggressively moving. And it makes it mm. so engaging to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's an interesting point. So, I really enjoyed the bus scene. The scaffolding yeah. scene was like, uh, I, they're they're on they're on par for me. Especially, yeah, they were, bo- were both really well done. Especially that knife fight with the death dealer, fucking sick. Yeah, them kind of going back and forth, like knocking it out, knocking it out of the, each other's hand, yeah. and grabbing it in midair and stuff like that. It's like you could you could understand the geography, understood where each character was, who had the upper hand. It was sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, like. This this was a really good entry into the MCU. Yeah, you know it, it's it leaves you with questions. It it has really f- some really fast paced fucking action sequences, yeah. as well as like some really fun like random side characters. We didn't even talk about Ben Kingsley, <laughs> Ben Sir Ben Kingsley coming back as Trevor. What Trevor what, Slattery? Yeah, he, an actor. He had the best comedy moments in the movie if you yeah. ask me. I think and and that was that was super like I did not know that he was in the movie at all. I think he's slightly overstayed his welcome. 
I, th- but I mean, I think near the end, I think near the end, he definitely did. Why but would I also think I also, front I also think that's part of the character, though. Absolutely. Where it's like you can't shake this fucking guy. Like, <laughs> he's slightly. He's just a bit annoying. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like seeing him on the front line with like a blade ready to like maybe you know chop down a soul sucker. I was like, I don't believe this is him. <laughs> <laughs> well, they paid that off. He was playing dead. Yeah, that was funny though. Yeah. <laughs> So that was the in character moment. Yeah. It was like, yeah, that guy would be the guy playing dead on the battlefield. So, yeah, great movie, well worth watching. Definitely, definitely. And you know, it gets you the the type of choreography that they were able, uh, fight choreography and action sequences that they were able to pull off in this movie. Gives you hope uh, infinitely for other types yeah. of, of choreography and movies. We- uh, that you know, like like Moon Knight. I'm really yeah. looking forward to seeing what kind of gritty kind of uh, oh. fight sequences they come up with in Moon Knight. Did you see the so. Moon Knight uh, suit leak? I did. I heard that I heard that they went after people about that. Dude, they sued the fuck out of some people. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I took a I took a screenshot of it. Me too. I was like I was like, okay. I'm not posting this. I'm not posting this anywhere, <laughs> but yeah, they they did uh go after people. But yeah, so you know what I mean? Like this this movie not only does it does it do some great representation for uh, a lot, a lot of people, but it goes, it goes out of its way to just like keep the pace, to keep the fun, to keep the fucking like the that, that like heartwarming family element. Yeah, and it and heartwarming it gets, and a bit soul crushing. Heartwarming and a bit soul, yeah, not soul sucking. Soul sucking. But, <laughs> but you know, it does, it just does a it's a really it's a well rounded MCU movie. If you and, ask me, so uh, before we before we let before we leave, um, it's really the first movie proper. Phase four, you can tell mm-hmm. it feels quite isolated for most of the film, mm-hmm. but at the end, you get the setup for what's to come. Absolutely, and it's uh, hopefully hope it's paint it forward. It's the first chunk of stuff where I'm like, this is truly laying new groundwork. Yeah, dude, and 100 percent it is. It's yeah. like it there, you know, and that can be the statement, right? Like that. Uh, End game, you know, bringing, 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 you know, not having Doctor Strange involved in any cameo role, having Wong in there, uh, having like all these other elements that you're introducing. It it's not hashing out things that have yeah. been done. It's introducing new uh, elements and new ways to tell further MCU stories. So, I really, know, with, I really hope we, characters that you can grow more. I really hope Wong has just for a long time been like. <laughs> midnighting as like a fucking a cage fighter, fighter. <laughs> yeah dude they all knew his name well exactly uh but you know just just throwing that out there like he i think uh wow oh god what's the actor's name benedict wong yeah benedict wong so i think he has become kind of like a low-key like cult fan favorite in the mcu you know what i yeah. mean like i think that he's even more he's done like fun uh, stuff in all in, of his little roles exactly and i think some like some sections of fans probably like him more than some major characters yeah. you know because he's just been like a really fun fucking background guy and hopefully hopefully once again the less cynical side maybe he can get a bit more screen time exactly man i wouldn't mind that because he brings he brings a lot to the table so so this has been Madden edition episode 81 thanks get, for listening get your butts out there follow and into some on, cinema seats follow us on instagram at uh, old heart radio uh, on twitter old heart in space uh me and jared today just filmed some stuff might be seeing the light of day soon. Oh boy! We'll, we'll see. We'll we'll uh, we'll do a. Uh, we're, I was thinking we should call it Old Heart Radio uh, Annual Checkup. We should call it the Annual Checkup. Exactly. Uh, so we will. Uh, we'll 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 be discussing future plans soon. Yeah. You know how we should wrap this up, man. How? Welcome to the Hotel California, California. dude.
It's so fun. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. <laughs> We're living it up. <laughs> Aquafina will probably be Spencer's favorite character in the entire MCU. Absolutely. <laughs> Good night, y'all. Good night.